Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox. That's for three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go. At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Plex Radio, got them listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply. We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Ready? Let's go! And welcome back, everybody, to the longest-running wrestling podcast in the United States. Shit, probably all of America. Right here on Unpopular Review, the best damn show on radio, the Mike Knox Show, Perfect Plex Talk Radio. And I'm your host, Mike Knox. And indeed, as always, people, honestly, it's a pleasure to be before you this Monday evening at 6 p.m. Because life is short, people. I had a tumultuous week last week, not to mention celebrating my mother's birthday, who has gone on and passed Mama Knox, but just some internal things going on inside my household. But things are on the up and up because with him, he is the only physician we go by and he has to answer to all things, not some things that strengthen us all. But people, welcome to the show, the pros, itons, and ayatollahs, and rock and rollers all listen to right here on Unpop Review Wrestling, the Mike Knox. So as always, I couldn't be here before you without my social media to my icons and icolas and rock and rollers, my man holding me down almost a decade now, 305 King Vaughn Jr. 720 on the Twitter, on the Instagram, wherever social media is so much absolutely free. Make sure you guys check out the Victorious Ones podcast every Wednesday as well. And speaking of podcasts, I don't even say it all the time. You can check me out on podcast too. I just, you know, it's, it's I mean, damn, if it's on Apple, if it's on Stitcher or shit, Stitcher, really, I don't even think Stitcher's even around anymore. In fact, I know Stitcher clothes, but wherever social media is sold, we are there. So make sure you check us out. And today, people, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. What's going on, George? Jeffrey, uh, death to dirt sheets is the hashtag and it still and forever will be the movement. But one thing dirt sheets didn't get wrong this week. And we know they couldn't get it wrong because guess what, y'all? It was the biggest, smallest kept secret in the history of secretum. Like when CM Punk came back, we all knew CM Punk was coming back. We kind of all knew Edge was coming back. So let's go ahead and just talk about it again, guys, on the Mike Knox show. We're going to talk about Edge. He ain't done yet because he's all elite wrestling. How you feel about it? What do you think about it? Do you, are you happy? Are you sad? Like, and, 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 and are we in this conundrum? We've been in this conundrum long enough. I speak about it all the time. Make sure you check us out on Tuesday nights, once a month on Sports Gamers Online, also here on YouTube. Um, we, I was asked, PlayStation, Xbox, Apple, Android, DC, Marvel, why are we having pickets and killing each other and arguing with each other and fighting each other over products that don't belong to us that are made for us. So why is there still a fight and a war between WWE fan base and AEW's fan base or WWE's fan base and whatever other wrestling company exists out there? Now, I will say this much before I, before I move on and get this show rolling. I am, in, I am a WWE guy. I've been accused of it. Never not going to be accused of it. That's what I am. What's going on, Grand Body P? In the UK, the longest running show that's not the Mike Knox show. On Beth Dame Show and Radio Radio Networks, repping for your hip hop in the UK. We got billboards, baby. Check them out every Wednesday, every Tuesday. But I asked this question. I want to know this question. What's going on, in DC? I asked this question. I want to know this question. Why are we fighting amongst fans? Right? They make the product for us. I'm a WWE guy. I've been accused of. I just started to say that I've been accused of being a WWE guy. I won't argue that. But you know what, though? I'm a wrestling fan first. Right? My first wrestling love was not the WWE. My first wrestling love was the NWA, National Wrestling Association, Dusty Rhodes, 
those guys. My favorite sting is not your favorite sting. Everybody's favorite sting is like the crow sting. I will to surfer sting any day over any rendition of sting, but that's just me. That's the beauty of being a professional wrestling fan. We can like what we want to like, but why do we fight over these companies? Let's talk about that also today on the program. We talked about it a few weeks ago. It has been made official, like, I think, like, as we got off the air last week or last Tuesday, but I'm not exactly sure, but it definitely happened after we got off air last week. Jay Cargill has signed with the WWE. And I want to ask you about some questions. Is she ready for the big time? Like, we know. Well, let me rephrase this, right? Because one thing I will never be on this program is fake, right? You will always get the real Mike Knox. That's why I spell my name with 3X because I'm your fan's favorite fan and your hater's favorite hater. Because every single fan, you, you, your Aunt Juju, your cousin Francis, your Uncle Johnny, your cousin Bonnie, all you got some hate inside of you because that's what wrestling fans are. That's what fans are. It's short for fanatic. We hate on things that we don't understand or we don't like. It's just what it is. PlayStation hates Xbox. Android, for no reason, hates Apple. But hey, I'm not here to talk about that today. But what I am going to talk about is Jay Cargill signing with the WWE and what's next for her. Is it best for her to go against Bianca Belair? Is it best for her to go against the greatest women's wrestling? Y'all thought I was going to go. Listen, my new microphone will be here soon. But thanks to my man, Scotty, who said, man, you should make that a clip. I'm just going to make it a clip for you. So just so you guys don't know. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Tell me when I'm telling lies. So what's next for Jay Cargill? Also, we bring back fantasy warfare. I'm sitting here playing the game last night as I saw my beautiful Philadelphia Eagles almost choke it away. But it doesn't matter, right? It's like, you know, wrestling fans and football fans. We're all in the same group, right? Like, I love Tay-Tay. But why is the NFL is only about Tay-Tay? Right? Should it be about Tay-Tay's knees? What should it be about? The NFL? Right? But people say, oh, y'all barely beat us. Did I come to y'all and say, Y'all barely won the Super Bowl? Participation trophies don't count. My kids don't get no participation trophies. If someone gave my child a participation trophy for doing absolutely dog shit, I wouldn't accept it. Right? So why is there a participation trophy for certain things? But today's fantasy warfare, the Rustin Sickle versus Clothesline from Hell. JBL versus Nikita Koloff. And we're going to start with the week in wrestling also. Before we get into Edge, before we get into Jay Cargill, I just got some, 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 let's do some cleaning up, if you will. All right? Just some, let it marinate, if you will, on that edge conversation. I know you're waiting with bated breaths. Look at my man. The executive consultant, he didn't knock on the door. He didn't call me. He didn't say I'm going to be on. Sometimes I say, hey, you going to be on today? I ask him all the time. Let me know if you're going to be on so I can prepare for a two-man show. But you know what, though? I may be the the tribal chief of staff, but he's the owner. <laughs> so he comes on, he wants to come on. So he's backstage. I guess when he's ready, he will let me know. But let's go ahead and get this week and wrestling started, if you will, so to speak. Vaughn, set me up in, in the room, and there we go. All right, we got the weekend wrestling. Right there. It's Edge. It's Edge. And I'm going to start off with something I never start off with. Because you have to, right? It's AEW. And we're going to talk about Edge later. I mean, mention him in this segment because it's AEW, but we're going to talk about Edge later in the program. But people, Wrestle Dream was last night, and I don't think we did a post show for it. Um, probably wasn't worth having a post show for it. I'm going to be real with you, Michael. People, when WWE has a shitty pay-per-view, I tell y'all it's a shitty pay-per-view. Point blank is what it is. Last night's pay-per-view was shitty. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not even fair. That's not even fair to the AEW fans out there. I got to be honest with you. My bad. It was dog shit. <laughs> okay. It was, it was, first of all, you start off with MJF, which I love MJF. All right? Who don't love him? Well, some of you don't like him, but if you don't like MJF, I just think, you know, you're like me. You're, you're, you're a hater. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Hi, hater. Okay? How can you not like MJF? The man is golden on the microphone. I want you to fire me, you fucking mark! Can you not love that guy? You know what I'm saying? But AEW had its pay-per-view last ended at Jeffrey, I'm not gonna lie to you. As I sit here before you, my black ass is at the 12 o'clock. Okay? My black ass went to sleep. 
My black ass went in the bathroom and watched a stupid ass movie on Netflix called Reptiles or Reptilians, whatever the shit was called with my wife. Again, shout out to Netflix for having shitty movies, great TV shows, but shitty movies. Okay? But Wrestle Dream last night was ass. Okay? But I'm going to talk about what was good last night. Jack, there was a review because we didn't watch this second to 3 a.m. in the morning. Well, there it is. Um, that's right. You didn't even say bad guy Jack no more, is it? I, I thought I thought we had a rebranding of your name last night. I got to go back to the chat and <laughs> what that name was. But I'm talking about the good last night about AEW. Because the show wasn't MJF and that shit match where he grabbed the man by the genitalias. Okay? Uh, that was trash. It showed up that, that guy who I think is the worst professional wrestler in the history of professional wrestlerism. Okay. Um, great microphone skills, but he is just trash in the ring. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The guy who come out look like a gym teacher. Y'all know who he is. Talk about that later. Okay. But last night, here's about this man right here. Christian Cage. Y'all see the t-shirt? You know him? I'm going to put it up for you. Right there? For the benefit of those with flash photography. It was about Edge and Christian. Did anybody see the edge to the left side of the ring and realize he was no fan? So he right no, I did not see that disease silent, but please share that with us. Put the link in the chat. <laughs> that is hilarious. Another reason why AEW, I'm not going to go there right now. But this two out of three falls, I did wake up this morning as I was at work because I'm up, I'm, I'm like this in the morning. Oh. My wife be like, you want to take a shower? I'm like, it's too early. <laughs> but I take one. That's really how I get up for work, right? But this match was pretty damn good. It, it really was. Darby Allen, I'm going to say this. I said all the time before. And I don't mean to say this in a bad way. <laughs> Darby Allen's going to die in a wrestling ring. <laughs> I don't, Jeff Hardy tried to get hurt in a wrestling ring. Darby Allen trying to step it up. It's like, oh, what's up, big brother? Okay. I'm thinking into my life, right? I grew up in the south side of Chicago. My uncle Johnny was a great ball player. Everywhere I went was like, yo, what's up, JT nephew? What's up, JT? Can you be like JT? I don't be like my uncle Johnny. I love him to do I want to be me. Darby Allen says, nah, Jeff, I want to be you. I want to be me. I'm going to die in a restaurant. Fuck what happened to Mick Foley going through a cage and a hell in a cell and everything else Mick Foley went through. May he rest in peace, Kerry Funk. Fuck all that. I'm trying to do shit that nobody has ever done before. That's what I'm going to do. I'm Darby Allen. I'm going to die in a wrestling ring. But it didn't matter because right there, was this match of the night? Did, did, did Brian Danielson and Zach Survey Jr. steal the show? It was a great match. But then it's still the show. I don't have to pitch an offer, and I regret that, and I apologize. Uh, Vaughn, get that off the screen for me, please. Um, the comment. Um, but Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page. First of all, the promo last Wednesday. This whole pay-per-view was about one thing. Three things. I'm lying. See, I went from one to three because I was lying. Three things. It was about this match. It was about us knowing Edge was showing up because we all knew Edge was showing up, right? Because some dirt sheets finally got some shit right. I mean, hell, if, if, if I have to pick shit in public, and I go to about a hundred different, you know, public bathrooms. One should be clean, right? Right? That's that's dirt sheets. Every once in a while they get it right. Danielson said he was no longer wants to be in the main event. Hey, you know what? If I'm married to a Bella twin and I'm sitting on millions too, and I already got millions too, and for what it's worth, I think he's one of the biggest stars in WWE history. Okay, he can do what he wants to do. Who am I to argue that? Okay, I work a job every day. I wish I didn't work. If I could say, fuck that job and move on to greener pastures, as they say, I would do it too. He has that right. I will not argue that. But that match should have been the main event. But it couldn't be the main event because stack them, pin them. <laughs> Yo, Vaughn, you got the co-main event and the main event for people who got pinned the same damn time by the tribal chief. If you listen to me, throw the walls up in the chat, baby. Because Roman Reigns will be back soon. But in the meantime, we got this bullshit last night called, called Wrestle Tree. Okay? Then this match. People don't want to say it. I'm going to say it. I mean, the WWE fans. The Usos aren't together right now. The New Day ain't together right now. They're the best fucking tag team in the world. 
It ain't even a question. FTR is the best tag team in the world. If you don't agree, comment below. Let me know. But I'm going to tell you why you are wrong. Point blank and simple. FTR, the best tag team in the world. And they continue to be the best tag team in the world. And the next match last night. Everybody loves the acclaim, right? Bullshit. I'm somebody. And I don't love the acclaim. But I like them ass boys. <laughs> I say that much. I like the guns. I like the guns. I love Lucha Brothers. But Orange Cafe and Hook? I'm never going to like. I shouldn't say never, right? Because Brandy said never say never. So I, I shouldn't say never, right? Because he could probably change his image. Anything could happen, right? I, I don't know if it's a hook. I just, I, just, I just think in real life, if I saw a hook and we had an altercation, people go to the other side of the street. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Taz, I'm talking to your baby boy. Taz, I would beat the shit out your son. So seeing him as a professional wrestler, it doesn't work for me. I don't think he's believable. The Young Bucks are the Young Bucks. Some people call them the Young Sucks. Whatever the case may be, they're still great. Okay, match. But just overall, I wasn't happy with the night. I enjoyed this night. I enjoyed this match. Julie Hart is impressive. She is getting better and better every week. Shout out to Chris Statlander, a.k.a. the Misfit herself. Chris Statlander retaining her title as well. We got Ricky Starks versus uh, 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 Willer Yuta. Eh, okay. Hey, let's, let's talk about Raw. Now, I'm going to get through this shit real fast. I'm going to get a little fast. Let me, let, me, let me speed it up for you a little bit. Right? Raw last week. Boom. Elbow by Nia Jackson. I'm, I'm here to take out all these bitches. All these bitches. Uh, uh, Dirty, Dom Dirty Dominic. Yeah. Took on Dragon Lee. Okay, match. Now, I put this on here for a reason. Right? Shout out to the, a the former AEW crew. Two big beefy men slapping meat <laughs> right here. My kids was like, Dad, you love this match. I love Bronson Reed. I love, I, I, I love these guys. I, I love Otis. Body by state. Yes. Maybe because we all got the same body type. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I was here for this match last week on Raw, so I want to talk about the damn show. Not talk about it, but I want to bring it up. All right? Then we got this last night. Like I said, this. Shout out to Cody. Shout out to Main Event J. Shout out to uh, Kevin Owens and... um. Sami Zayn, not the best tag team in the world because that belongs to FTR. Given the judgment day, a, a taste of their own medicine, if you will. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought Raw last week was really, really good. Um, can't wait to see what happens tonight. This SmackDown, listen, the greatest Uso not named Jay, right? That only makes two of them, right? So that means Jimmy's number two. Fuck y'all, Jimmy's number one. Give me Jimmy Uso over Jay Uso. Son, do you agree with me or not? You like Jay over Jimmy. Jay's better. Why is Jay better than Jimmy? It doesn't matter what you say. I'm right. You're wrong. Your son's name is my name, and I gave you your name, so everybody got to agree with me. There it is. There it is. Jay Uso over Jimmy. But listen, we had the Grayson Waller effect last week took place. Bobby Lashley comes out and says, uh-uh. I don't want these brothers no more. I'm over it. I don't want the street profits. Look, look at my man, Bianca Belair's husband's face. Okay. <laughs> He's like, hold on, what you mean, bro? Nah, we ain't for the hat. They came out and they kicked some ass and we want to get back in this. Can you see the street poppers be heels? Comment below. Let me know. All right. Then we got the greatest female wrestler of all time taking on Bailey, also a top five wrestler, female wrestler of all Charlotte time. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. When I'm telling lies. I'm just saying. On a random SmackDown. On a random SmackDown. Okay? I don't get it. I didn't care. I got it. I loved it. Uh, Fastlane's predictions is tonight at 10 p.m. tonight. So we're going to do a Fastlane prediction live with Raw. Go figure. There it is. <laughs> it's what we do right here. So while you're watching Raw, and you're watching that boring-ass Monday night football game. Let your Giants or Seattle, Seattle Seahawks fan tune in to Unpopper Review live on YouTube, where we are right now. Ask your mama's where it is, because your mama's favorite rapper and favorite wrestling podcaster is me. Hey, Mama D. Okay. Check us out. I won't be there, but the executive consultant and the rest of the crew will be there. That's for Shizor. Okay. 
But on a random Friday night, we get this match. Then Jonathan Horatio Tom Brady Cena, no son, that's not his real name. That's what we call him because he's Superman. He never loses. Okay, he's out here. So, question in the chat. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just busting your balls right now. Are you more happy for Cena being back or Edge? I'm just saying. <laughs> are you happy for Cena? Or are you happy for Edge? Okay, one's almost fifty. Ball pointed out to me the day before Halloween. Edge turns fifty. We we'll talk about that a little bit later. I digress. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Join us live. We'll be live. So you can talk about Raw. I'm quite sure. Knowing this crew, you join us for the prediction show. We're definitely going to be talking about what's going on TV live and answer your questions. So please tune in to that as well. Actually, I might actually crash the show for that one, okay? Because I, I know I'll be up. So if I'm getting my ass whooped in the wreck which my team happens to be losing a lot lately, I'm probably showing that program, okay? But get the bloodline is in your city, okay? If you don't like Jimmy Uso, then that's okay. Don't like a listen anyway, okay? I'm not going to say that, but I love Jimmy Uso over Jay Uso because I think everybody got to pick a Uso, and I'm picking mine. Having seen it back is never a bad idea. Shout out to the to the uh, Fire and Ice podcast. My man, Phil Billy, my best man, holding me down, always ch- ch- uh, chiming in. And then this guy, everybody's favorite, favorite. All right, all right, listen, people. Let me just <laughs> just because the man wears Tim's, don't mean he's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just because the man wears Tim's, don't make him cool. So I'm saying, okay, but you got uh this man, yeah, showing up. He said, I'm gonna sign the contract. AJ Styles got his ass beat again. We talked about the biggest, worst secrets in professional wrestling. Who did not know that LA Knight was showing? Yeah. I knew LA Knight was showing. Yeah. Come, you didn't know LA Knight was showing. Yeah. There it is. LA Knight says, I'm going to tie this contract. Jonathan Horatio, Tom Brady seen. Look at Johnson because Johnson knows how to sell everything. Okay. If you have not watched Vacation Friends 2, <laughs> okay. first of all, there's no reason for a sequel. But fuck it. They made it. I'm going to watch it. John Cena stole the movie. Okay, there it is. The dude wears Tim's and all and all time in Brooklyn. Listen, them tight ass pants don't fit in Brooklyn. No, I don't give a damn. He is a stone cold '90s. Listen, the best thing ever did for LA Knight was make sure that the Miz didn't fuck with him. Yeah! The Miz was destroying him. So they moved on from that. They get him with John Cena, give him the brother that he needs. And then, and I know you're talking about this. Make sure y'all check out the NXT show each and every single Tuesday after NXT. Uh, you know how the chat, the, the crowd says, whoop that trick. And let's do it for the lovely people. So why don't you go whoop that trick? You do the crowd. I will be Booker T. Whoop that trick. Uh-huh. Whoop that trick. Yeah. That trick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't keep going. Whoop that trick. Yeah, whoop that trick. Stop him. Whoop that trick. Uh huh. Whoop that trick. Ooh, absolutely. I loved all of it. Booger T needs to be featured on some. I know he did that track with Bad Bunny. What? Yeah. Uh huh. I like it. Oh, yeah, man. That's part of the whole damn paper. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Listen, Booker T in the first of all, well, first of all, to the people in the signs, we're in the crowd. Listen, wrestling fans, listen to me. My culture is the most imitated culture in the world. So when next time somebody tells you all black people are lazy, black people built this country, first of all. So stop that bullshit. Okay. And everything you do, you mimic and imitate from black people. Okay. It's called whoop. That trick. D-A-T. I can't even spell. I can spell it. But it ain't whoop that trick. It's whoop that trick. Okay? Booker T is the best with the ab libs. Listen, that man had me rolling. Okay? So let's get into this. Y'all know I don't do NXT too much, but I thought it was worth talking about. Shout out to Becky Lynch, the last kicker. I would never call her the man. I hate that moniker. I hate it so much. What a good match. I think she's doing a really good job, though, at trying to get Tiffany Stratton over. I, I really do like her for that. 
I, I, I appreciate it for that. What a match to me. I forgot this match was actually the main event. I actually turned to the Canelo Charlo fight, which was just a worst of my time. Charlo just sit there like a punk ass and got his ass put by Canelo. But got a chance to see this match Sunday morning before the um, the Andy's Room Toy Story football match. If you haven't seen the Toy Story football game, it was amazing. I made my kids watch it. But what a match last week on Sunday, on Saturday. And shout out to Trick Williams. Here's what I can say about the NXT No Mercy review. The way it started off was amazing with the uh, No Mercy video game, exactly how the video game was. That was WWE's production has been, always will be, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. They get it every single time. Trick Williams, but I knew Trick was going to win. I knew, and I knew Carmelo was going to lose, right? Because I think there's bigger things in their future than NXT. I will say this. I will go on record to say this. If I'm wrong, it's okay. We've all been wrong before. I'm sorry, mama. I'm not a Carmelo Hayes fan. I want to like him, right? Because Issa Rae taught me. Always bet on black, right? He's just really small to me. Somebody said, well, he's, he's taller than Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan just looks bigger to me <laughs> for whatever reason. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it becomes a success. I think he's going to the main roster. I can be completely wrong, but I think that's where he's going. Um, his intro, I said, how long can they have an entrance where he's just ripping people like the way he is? His intro is like, I beat you, I beat you, I beat you, I beat you. Somebody had to be eventually. And Gavakovich, who I thought was the one actually was going to get called up to Imperium. Okay? Which I was wrong about that. W production team deserves uh, to be... Hall of Fame. Listen, fuck the WWE production team. Put me in the Hall of Fame. I'm a, I'm a fan. I didn't suddenly put a fan in there. And I ain't somebody who's dying. No offense to Connor and, and, and all he did. And if you're out there, make sure you guys do that. They got this thing right now. We're going to meet Bianca Belair or Cody Rhodes. I mean, let's be honest here, people. You can meet Bianca Belair or you can meet Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I'm going to with Bianca. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Simple. Okay. But Domakovich wins the title, shakes the hand, and we move on. People, um, we're going to talk about fantasy warfare, and then I'm going to take a break and go with the weekend wrestling. We're going to get into what y'all came here to talk about. That's Edge going to AEW and Mrs. J. Cargill, and we'll be joined by the executive consultant in that segment. But right now, people, fantasy warfare. Rules are simple. Clothesline versus hell versus the Russian sickle. This one's for all my old heads out there. Yo, Phil, you out there? I know you're listening. You got to pick. A couple weeks ago, I did Fancy Warfare between the Midnight Express and, him and the Heart Foundation, wherever the hell it was. You didn't pick. You're going to have the pick today, bro. The Rustin Sickle or the Clothesline from Hell. You got it right here. JBL versus Nikita Koloff. I love JBL. JBL, to me, is one of the most underrated champions and characters I think there is in wrestling. I think because of that time, People don't admire what he actually did because of his um, political beliefs. They don't want to acknowledge how great he really was and what he did. The, 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 the segment with Rey Mysterio is goaded. Get deported? I'm sorry. <laughs> that shit was funny. Okay? Him and John Cena. It wasn't for JBL's 10-month anniversary of celebrating the championship in Philadelphia Live at the FU Center at the time. Your boy wouldn't have been on TV. Listen, all you belt kings out there, all you belt collectors out there, I'm the first one to collect belts. I'm not saying it at all. But I'm the first motherfucker you saw on TV with the motherfuckers. <laughs> okay? Where's my flowers? Now my microphone broke. My son's microphone. Where's my flowers? JBL, bro. Jesus Christ. He's flipping <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, he flipped a lot of people. But I'm probably going to go with Nikita Koloff. And not because of the gimmick. I think gimmick-wise, JBL wins. There would be no clothesline from hell. If there was no Russian sickle, that's just my opinion. I'm gonna let that be where it is, guys. Listen, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna give you the week in wrestling history. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Jay Cargill. We're gonna talk about Edge. What you really came here to talk about, y'all? Stay tuned. The best damn show on radio, the Mike Knox Show, Unpop Review Wrestling, Unpop Review Entertainment. We'll be right back, y'all. However, Bronson Reed, in my opinion, was never even over on uh, NXT. Nah, man, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, they could they put a strap on him and everything, man. He yeah, because they want they were trying to force it. You know, people do it all the time. Look at AEW. 
People force things. It doesn't need to be forced. Bronson Reed is not it. I People, mean, look, he was you like, know oh, there was no campaign saying thank you, Bronson. There was no campaign saying why, Bronson, why. It's just that it's about a meat match, bro. Like, it's about him jumping off the top rope. Looking like Earth, he doesn't even jump off the top rope. Why do the people you know keep saying that? That you shit know, bothers me. He doesn't jump, he falls. He falls <laughs> off the top rope. Look at him. Yes, look at his flash. Hold on. Hold on it's effective. That shit is scary when you're looking at it on TV. He's like, yo, I mean, like, yeah, I would be scared. If people, I, still... I was like, damn, I, I, I don't like even that. care if he's falling, I would still be frightened. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now, nah, he now, nah, see, now nah, you're gonna take it extra now. See, yeah, nah, yeah, damn right. This is what he does. Yeah, this is what he does. That's funny. Look, look, his knees are like four. That's not a that's not a jump. That is not a jump. That is literally a fall. That is what he does with his knees. I think that was one bad example, though. No, that's he does that. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky, Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. M-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Hello there, everyone. This is King Vaughn Jr., of course, your host of the Big Sports Points Podcast, as well as social media producer for Perfect Flex Talk Radio. Excuse me. I'm here to give you the week in wrestling history. October 2nd, 2006, on episode of Raw, Jeff Hardy defeated John Morrison to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. On the same day in 2020, on episode of SmackDown, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, returned, returned to television and, and attacked Randy Orton during an episode of the KO Show. October 3rd, 2004, WWE No, no Mercy took place at the Connelly Airlines Arena, East Rutherford, New Jersey. And of course, that night, JBL successfully defended the WWE Championship against The Undertaker. On the same day in 2005, Monday Night Raw returned to its original home, the USA Network, after, after five years of broadcasting on Spike TV. On October 4, 1975, Ric Flair was among the pastors involved in a, in a plane crash, in a plane crash on an approach to Wilmington in the airport of Carolina. The plane contained Ric Flair, David Crockett, Bob Ruggers, Tim Mr. Wrestling Woods, and Johnny Valentine, although none of the wrestlers passed away. The pilot slipped into a coma and died two months after the incident. So, of course, on, on the same day in 2009, the first ever home cell t- took place at the Prudential Center in New York, New, York, New, York, New Jersey. And, of course, that was, that was the same night that, you know, of course, the same night that The Undertaker defeated CM Punk to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And Randy Orton defeated John Cena for the WWE Championship for the second time in, inside the home cell. And, of course, of course, this is the main event. So, the final cell match in which Triple H, Shawn Michaels, defeated Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. On October 5th, 1997, WWE or WWF at the time presented Bad Blood in Your House, um, you know, from, from the Kill Center in St. Louis, Missouri. So, of course, that night, uh, of course, the Shawn Michaels and Undertaker made history as they wrestled in the very first on the cell match. It's also the debut of Kane that night. And of course, because, of course, uh, Shawn, Shawn won because of Kane's interference. And um, of course, that was the same night that Brian Pillman passed away as well. On the same day in 2008, WWE presented No Mercy. From the Rose Garden in Portland, and in the main event, Chris Jericho retained the World Heavyweight Championship as he defeated Shawn Michaels in a classic ladder match. October 6, October 6, 1999, Gorilla Monsoon passed away due to complications brought by diabetes at the age of 62. Real name Robert James Morello. And of course, as far as birthdays, on October 2nd, the late great Hall of Famer Yoko Zuna turned would have turned 57. October 3rd, John Morrison turns 44 on on that same day. Chief Jay Strongbow. Would have turned 95 on October 5th. Terry Runnels, formerly known as Marlena, turns 57 on October 6th. The longest reigning WWE champion of all time, the late great Bruno San Martino, would have turned 88. And Alpha Jr. turns 39. And that's your, your weekend wrestling history. Mike Knox, back to you. First of all, where that come and go, DC? Um, where DC at? Where that come and go? You know why I hate the moniker the man? Let me just tell y'all. Let me just bring you back into if I if I can, I will, if you will. There was this whole thing about the women's revolution. Y'all remember that? Pushing women, pushing women, pushing women. Then all of a sudden we got Nia Rose. All right. Again, whatever you want to be is what you be. I'm not my job to judge you. Okay. I don't personally feel that a man who wants to be considered or identifies a woman should wrestle against women. 
I don't think a woman in the middle of a wrestling women's revolution should call herself the man. I just think it's counterproductive, if you will. Doesn't make any sense to me, but who am I to judge? Do what you want to do. AEW is better. Sergio, clearly Sergio, you have bent over. You have grabbed your ankles. And you thought this is the greatest thing in the world to get fucked in the ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just said that because the thoughts and opinions that said on this program belong to Mike Knox and Mike Knox only. Not everybody be there. Listen, I love AEW. No, I'm lying. I like AEW. Okay. And if you think that better, good to you. But Jeffrey, where you at? Michael Smith, where you at? All the Knoxers, where you at? Hashtag wrestling is storyline, my brother. And their storylines don't add up. They just don't. But if you like them better, hey, all jokes aside, hey, I like AEW. I like it a lot. And we're going to talk about it momentarily. And actually, we're going to talk about it right now as we bring in the executive consultant to the program um, as well. What's going on, executive consultant? How you doing today, brother? I mean, I'm doing great. I, I mean, honestly speaking, I was just doing some backstage stuff, didn't uh, plan on being on the show at all. But I'm always here to support my boy, Mike Knox. Good to see you, my man. Listen, you can't say I'm back here just doing, which I preached. I, had I, I was. I was putting in there. I got, you, I got your Edge video in there. You know what I'm saying? Where he looks at the crowd and says, uh, what? I saw you put your glasses on. I thought you was. Yeah, because you're you sitting on the show, you got people already hating in the comments. Z's like, oh, not the ZC. You know, Jeffrey's over here probably thinking I'm going to put uh, my darling, darling picture on uh, of, uh, oh, I forgot her name now because Jay Cargill's in WWE. So I kind of remember it. I can't remember her name. But what's my girl that you said look like a man? Naya Rose. She, I didn't say she no, looked like a man. No, 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 not Naya Rose. What's her name? She's in uh, She's in Metaphor in NXT. I forgot her I name already. Like a man? Yeah. Oh. You I don't know which one they are. The other one, the bigger one. <laughs> uh, slim. That's Lash Legend. Yeah, whatever her name is. Listen, she no. looks like a man. It's okay. No. Real neck. Listen, George said real neck or not recognizes real. But listen, why you here? Tell me out. Who, who's my girl? Jakara Jackson. Oh, why, why I got you? Jakara Harris. Who you picking in this fancy? I mean, I'm JBL. Talking about her. JBL. Nikita Kolo. I, I think she's a Android version of Sasha Banks. We're not going to do this right now. Nikita Koloff is somebody I really respect as a wrestler. And I will very few times will I pick somebody in a fantasy warfare over him. But we're talking about John Bradshaw Layfield, the wrestling god. Uh, and JBL is that guy. JBL, one of the most underrated people um, out there. I mean, his wrestling skills were never going to give you a top five, but he knows how to put it on a show. And that man's mic skills are, you know, really second to none. That man, knows, I, I miss him as a commentator. As a common commentator, I, I thought he was phenomenal. Uh, so, all shout out for JBL. That would be my pick in this fantasy warfare. Let's not, um, let's not egg Mike on Vaughn. Let's let's not do that. Okay, Listen, I'm just here so we're gonna get fine, right? Okay, we're not going. We're not going into the Apple and Android war. Okay, but, not, another but we, are, we are. We are. We are. We are. I'm gonna tell you why we are. Because wrestling fans will have you choose. What was the? I just saw a comment and they made a good choice. I think it was George put up there or Michael Smith put up there. I'm a wrestling fan, okay? And I'm concerned. Oh, he sucks as far as storyline goes. The one thing they are lacking in. Jason, I think the storyline is a little bit better. Here's be my thing, though, when it comes to wrestling. Wrestling's not about wrestling. Wrestling has not been about wrestling for the invention of wrestling. And wrestling fans that try to make their own path. To the, it's like the new, it's like the people today. All of a sudden, uh, uh, the, the dollar, uh, the number signs, the hashtag. No, motherfucker, it's a number sign. Okay, this is what it is. You just can't make up your own goddamn rules as you go along. Thank you, Jeffrey. Listen, Sergio, I like AEW. I just feel they're lacking in storyline. The wrestling- uh, we know who I'm rooting for in the NXT breakout man, tournament. He loves AEW for the wrestling as well. Wrestling should matter to me. They should put a little bit more emphasis on it, though, than what they do. That's all. Um, who switched that? I apologize. Get that back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where Chris go? Come back. Come back. Come I'm here. Back. Just in the backstage. Back, Come back. There it is. Okay. So let's real fast. When we talk about Edge, talk about Chris's favorite girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her, too. Jay yeah, Cargill. Yeah. Money. Money. Yeah, yeah. Money. Money. 
I want Barbara to take notes. Where is yeah, she? Yeah. What was that talk. trick? <laughs> I really want Barbara to take notes because she was lacking a little bit in that commercial. Uh, but <laughs> that's not Ron was like, Ron was like, hey, hey, uh, go ahead and do it with me. She was like, all right, whoop that. She gave her two, gave her two, and then Ron had to finish it out of himself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look at that. Oh, man. How about everybody? So jealous. Go back. Look at that one more time. Jay Cargill is leaving AEW and is signing with WWE. Off air before we go live, Vaughn and I always get a chance to talk. We don't get the chance to talk like we used to talk, but we talk before the show starts. And he goes, Oh, you like the trade that WWE did? <laughs> Jay Cargill for Edge? And it's, I think uh, personally, WWE wins again. I don't think You're so. Right? But I, I can see why you would say that. Uh, because really, if you think about long term, yeah, Jay Cargill has a bright future, hopefully, God willing. Jay Cargill has a bright future. So, yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. In the long term, run, Jay Cargill, because Edge is 40 years old, 49, about to be 50, whatever. And, but star power wise, no matter how you slice it, Edge is a bigger star than Jay Cargill is of at this point. Of course he moment. is. And we will talk about Edge in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now, we're talking about. Jay Cargill. And I got to be who I've always been that's honest. I said it to you off air, said it to you on air. My wife's listening. My wife likes Jay Cargill. If you have eyes that God gave you or scientists gave you, whatever the aliens gave, whatever it is you believe in, look at them. Duh. I, I, I I would be remiss if I didn't say she still needs work in the backstage. She still needs work in the wrestling ring. Not from what I see. Where I always says it does matter. Wrestling does matter, but being a superstar is bigger, at least in the, in that fact, in wrestling, okay? Um, Tony Khan tells you it's a, it's a wrestling company. It's an entertainment company, okay? He can profess all he wants. Bringing Edge over makes it more entertaining, okay? But Jay Cargill, she's in the, the WWE. She has signed her contract. She said, deuces. You can get the deuces to AEW. But I will ask you this question as she's on fire. No, listen, right now, all you guys are Cartman on the screen right now. <laughs> Jizz everywhere. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to put this respectfully. Did Sasha Banks shoot herself in the foot? Does um, Sasha Banks, executive consultant, think she's bigger than what she well, was? Def- definitely. She definitely thinks she's bigger than what she was. Uh, and that's not saying that she's not a big talent. You know, outside of the fact that Edge is now in AEW, I would say that if Sasha goes to AEW, which I still think she is, she'll be the biggest star in that company. So, so what she, she did was take Sasha Banks over Trump's uh, Edge? No, no. I said if Edge wasn't there, I think Sasha okay. would be the biggest star in the company. However, I'll, I'll say this much. She is a huge star. Um, and she deserves to think of herself very highly. But we've said this plenty of times on air, off air. She... If you watch, I'll go back to it. If you watch her Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, the man, the woman said, Vince McMahon eats filet mignon. Roman Reigns eats filet mignon. I want to eat filet mignon too. I should. I hate to tell you, and I'm a huge Sasha Banks fan. I think she was the best one of the four horsewomen. What? You're not Vince McMahon. It's, it's all right. It's the base of another show. Okay, okay. You're not Vince McMahon. You're not the tribal chief. But you are huge. But, I mean, she took a gamble herself, and a lot of people did it. Cody Rose kind of did it coming back to WWE, right? So it might still work out for her in the long run. We'll, we'll wait and see, but I can't say she shot herself in the foot. I, I think it was stupid why she left, but I can't say she shot herself in the foot. Bro, that trade will benefit 100%. both companies. Jay Cardell 100%. is potentially an all-time moneymaker. Edge provides more credibility to AEW. 100%. Right 100%. And I will, I will dive into Edge momentarily. All right, and I, and I think Vaughn made it up, and I'm not saying it's actually a full trade, but it feels that way between the two companies that they traded one for the other. Um, I asked a question on my Facebook page. I asked it right now in the chat. All of a sudden, now y'all think Edge is the motherfucking man? Because when we were all as WB fans, like, yeah, on the stage, I see clearly, y'all like, y'all, <laughs> y'all getting hype about Edge? But y'all the same motherfuckers that got hype about Sting, hype about old-ass Jericho. But now you got Edge. Here's the thing about that. And I'll talk about Edge in a second. I got to stop. I, I'm not, it's not about Edge. It's about this beautiful woman, this beautiful black woman. But that's why I said that WWE didn't win this. Because it's, no matter how you slice it, even though Jay was huge last week, the minute Edge showed up at Russell Dream, this place went on fire. I complete even more so, unfortunately, than Jay Cargill. And Jake, they, they went, I think Jay Cargill, her walking to the performance center was like the second uh, uh, most viewed 
wrestling video in WWE this year on YouTube. Second, it's amazing. Let's to, see how to, much to it the is. Rock. To the rock. No, no, no. Actually, number one was Jimmy Uso kicking Roman Reigns in the face. Oh, really? That beat the that beat that shit with the rock on SmackDown. The thing with 153 million, if you notice, is not YouTube. They say social media. Pill okay. period. I'm just talking about okay. strictly YouTube. Yeah, it beat it beat the rock stuff. Okay, so talking about this beautiful sister right here that you've been jocking and loving and throwing in my face for over for a year years. now. I've been a fan okay. of her before she joined wrestling. Here's what I asked you the question. And, and here's my thing. There was another wrestling podcast. I won't say their name because, frankly, they're not worth it. They're, they're peons to the, to the knocks. They're peons to the unpopular review. Let me just say this to all wrestling podcasts out there. Most importantly, let me say this to all black wrestling podcasts out there. For any dumb motherfucking podcaster who thinks that this company, the WWE, cannot make both these women stars, you're an idiot. Vaughn at Mike Knox, and I told him they're an idiot. Okay? Whoever the fuck they were. You know what I'm talking about. Whatever that, they had one black guy on one screen, one black guy on the screen. I said, these motherfuckers just tried to cover the Mike Knox show. Produced by King Vaughn Jr. And at that time, when we started this whole thing out, the Zia Solid Podcast. Okay? What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> what you mean you can't make both these? Can the, I think the question was, can the company actually make both these women stars? Do you know who the WWE is? <laughs> have, you, have you been around this company for a while? I think there's more to Jay Cargill. There's more to Bianca Belair than them meeting each other. I think Bianca is forever the John Cena. The AKA will never turn heel. And now you have Jay Cargill that can play that other role that fans wanted Bianca to turn heel for. What do you think about that one exactly? I completely agree. I think Jay Cargill will play a better heel than Bianca. Now, I'm not saying Bianca can't play a heel. We know they're going well. She can play a heel very, very well. We but as we always said, uh, her marketability, especially to young children, I'm not even going to just say women. Because I've seen young boys, I mean, it's 2023, do the same thing with the little braid in their hair and everything. Bianca Belair appeals to a different kind of audience who knows how to get their parents to spend money. And because of that, don't see her turning face. But I mean, a heel, but to keep her from being stale, I think they probably were entertaining a little bit, but now they got Jay Cargill. And Jay Cargill, as you know from AEW, is that woman. And when she was TBS champion, it was actually more important, despite what people may think, than the AEW Women's Championship. More people were looking at Jay Cargill because Jay Cargill looks like a star. When you see her, you can't help but watch in awe because of her look and the fact she's my um, future wife. To my man, uh, where that comment go? I know the word, as I said earlier, Brandy says, never say never. True. I'm not someone who worked for the WWE, but I'm a fan of the WWE for all my entire life, right? John Cena didn't turn heel for a reason. Despite fans wanting it, besides maybe he might have thought it was good. The WWE's number one motto, the only thing they care about, not that they're with Endeavor, they're here to make money. That's all these people care about, the money. Why would you turn Bianca Belair heel when she's money? Not Bella or or, or 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 Sasha, whatever the fuck the shit was called. Oh, Mella is money, which Mella, Mella is money. Right. But Bianca Belair, I'm sorry, you and I both at the same time. I, I say you kind of said it first, but I, I I instantly said you're right. We saw little white girls wearing black freaking ponytails. Okay, the last time I saw did. something like that was when I saw little black girls wearing white ponytails for Frozen. Definitely okay? did. Definitely did. Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair doesn't need to be healed. There's, did you not remember WrestleMania when the little girl came out with her dancing on the stage? She is too much of a role model to them. They have no John Cena. It's not Charlotte Flair. It's not Becky Lynch. It's not a single female on the roster that's giving me attention of little children right. like Bianca Belair. 100%. Sorry, Phil. She's never going heel. She's there's no reason to turn heel unless they, they find somebody that can be Jay that Cargill. Person. Say that not as again? a face. Not unless they can find somebody else that could take that spot as a face. Then yes, Bianca Belair will not be going heel. That's true. And this guy must really be an AEW mark. I want you to come um, join us at ten o'clock on Tuesday. I'm sorry today uh, for our fast lane predictions. Where it's going to be me and Big Daddy Cool. Because if you think that we're really, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm, looking, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at George right here, right? Like George Sergio. 
Everything AEW fan, for what it's worth. I'm not. I don't want you to think as a new subscriber or a new listener. Please subscribe, comment below, let us know. Like, follow, and subscribe. Here's my thing, Sergio. I'm not knocking AEW. I'm a fan of wrestling being storyline. And I think they suffer in that. And I think especially as someone as African-American, they struggle in, in, in that category as well and getting black wrestlers over. Okay, they got Except Edge, for they got Doing Christian, they got every, they got they got enough talent to be great. They got Ray Phoenix, they got uh, Ricky Sparks, they got Hangman Page, they got too small, uh, no the ring, Darby Allen. They have enough to be great. I'm not putting AEW down. I'm just saying, raw storyline may repeat itself, but at least it's a storyline. AEW storyline never connects. It's like some of you motherfuckers' hairlines. It just doesn't fit. Okay, and at the end of the day. You can you, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to believe me. You can ask Edge. You can ask uh, any wrestler in that company, Chris Jericho. Don't believe my word. Believe the words of the people you admire the most. Okay? Wrestling doesn't exist without storyline, Sergio. That's just bottom line. All jokes aside, there it is. Uh, my man, Tony Times, and AEW has the components but not the direction. AEW fan, my man Phil, AEW fan. I think we all want to see AEW to be successful. That's why I have my problem. Like, as a wrestling fan, yeah, I may be, I may lean towards WWE, but I, I don't, I, I need AEW to be good because if it's like 2K and Madden, I need other companies to come out so that these shitty ass companies, 2K and Madden, can be better because there's no competition. So I'm here for that. Okay. Shout out to that. Um, speaking of bad hair. That is why Edge, Vaughn just mad. Vaughn hates the fact that Edge went over there. And I'm going to say this much as we go ahead and talk about Edge right now. Your rated R superstar, to me, I'm going to say it, Vaughn. I'm going to be honest. You want to say it again? Nobody heard you. Traitor. There you go. He's a okay. traitor. Okay. Now, get your bag, as they say. Put it in the bag. Get your money. But at some point, guys... You don't have enough money. You haven't done enough. But also, you and Edge, Adam Copeland deserves the right to do what he wants to do with his life. I saw a post that I thought was absolutely asinine and stupid, but I thought it was funny. He said the WWE should rescind his Hall of Fame <laughs> and, and, and kick him out the Hall of Fame. That's stupid. My thing is this. My belief. I can be wrong. Trust me, I'm not always right. I don't think that I'm always right. You don't like it, comment below, let me know. I don't think Cena would ever go to the AEW. I don't think Orton would ever go to AEW. I think if you watch every single video that Edge has ever done, he's always talking about being in one company and one company only. And that was, he never said, I want to be in WCW. I want to be part of the NWA. He's always said, I want to go to NWA. I want to go to WWE, 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 Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. That's all everyone to do. But guess what? Hulk Hogan left and went to Impact Wrestling, TNA. Right? So I guess Edge can do the same thing. Not knocking it, live your life, Edge. I'm here for you. But this right here, showing up at 12 midnight or about 11.50 at night on a Sunday when people were watching football. I guess they waited for the for the Jets and the Chiefs to go off the air. This was monumental for what it's worth. Edge showing up, Adam Copeland showing up with his theme song on the stage. I see clearly. Was amazing watching this. But a part of me felt like, damn. My man Phil just said, never say never. I would say... I never thought Edge would do it. I know what people said, the executive consultant. I just thought Edge would never do it. But but here's the thing about this right here. That man right there, that fucking Mark, Tony Khan, he got a lot of damn money. <laughs> and a lot of coke. So there it is. You got Tony Khan put out the figure bag. And then he had the press conference, the wrestling scum, whatever it's called, scrum. He's going to be a collision. He's going to be a double or nothing. He's... <laughs> He's gonna be at every. He's gonna be on Rampage and Dynamite in the same week. He lost CM Punk. He had to do something, okay. And I say this much to you: for in all fairness, once CM Punk left, I kind of dialed back my AEW love. Edge is there. I'm probably more on tack with it right now. But this right here is why Edge is here. He's here, executive consultant, because he wants to work with his friend. Right. This is like. The Miami Heat joined together, right? When LeBron and 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 and, and Dwayne Wade played together, plus been Carmelo Anthony, plus been a part of that crew. I want to play with my friends. I want to play. That's, that's, Damn. 
That's what it's all about. He's here to play with his friends. And I'm waiting to see this again. But I don't think we're going to get this for at least a year. How long is the contract? We don't know. But this is why we're here. They want to have a program together. Here's my only issue with that. They've had it before. Do you think it could be as good as it was in the WWE here in AEW? Is that going to consult? Let me tell you something. This is, once again, I'll go back. This is exactly why I say that WWE uh, lost in this between Jay Cargill and Edge because this is all people have been talking about for almost 24 hours now. Just Edge, 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 Edge. You know, that was always the rumor all last week. Edge, 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 and it had finally happened. And even though some people, a lot of people, you said words kept secret, it still was surreal to believe. Never thought it would happen is what you said. I never thought it would happen. He's a fucking I'm, not, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm not. I don't know how to word this. I don't know how to phrase this. I'm just going to say you, like you know word it. He's a fucking traitor. I'm not going to sit here and say he's a traitor. <laughs> I mean, I'm still here for it. But I understand why people say that. And I'm going to say, as a primarily a um, WWE fan, because I am, right? I am bothered and disturbed that he went to uh, that. And I know somebody made fun of me because I said it. I said it would be a damn shame if he goes. I respect his decision to go. Oh, George. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. George is like the most least uh, like aggressive person I've met. But he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. It's funny. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I will tell you that I absolutely don't have been in Copeland. I I don't. I understand and respect his decision and why he felt like he had to make that decision. I respect AEW for making that acquisition because they would be dumb not to make that acquisition. They need another uh, elder, another vet backstage who is going to erase that stigma to CM Punk left. Real talk. CM Punk really messed up that locker room. And Edge is, you don't hear to me negative things. It's not a leader thing. You don't hear to me negative things about Edge backstage, right? He's a positive person that can create positive change. Great move by AEW. Edge wants to make some more money. WWE's probably not going to pay him what Tony Khan's willing to pay him. Excellent move by Edge. Edge wants to be with his friends. Not that he don't have friends anywhere in WWE, but he wants to be with some friends. And work with some new people. Excellent move. He said WWE didn't have anything for him. Guess what? You're right. Well, if I know, he said, he he said the, they the, had nothing left the, for him. The, the, the interview, the, the scrum. He said I had more to give, and I want. He to said give. WWE in his Twitter. He said WWE did not have anything for him. Okay, I didn't follow like Twitter. Okay, I so let me explain. When I look across that roster, you're right. Edge has already, and this is what's going to get controversial. This one's going to get unpopular. No, they, they, Edge has wrestled has for the last before. three years, three or four years. Edge has wrestled a lot of the top name guys. And outside of Roman Reigns, and this one's going to get controversial because I always argue with Steve about this. He's beating them all. Every last one of those people, he's beaten every last one of them. And he is somebody who's supposed to be on his way out and retiring. He beat Finn Balor, Dominic Stereo, Miz, uh, uh, Seth Rollins. He beat all these guys. He might have taken an L to him once, but he won the feud. Even his last match with Sheamus, he won. He's supposed to be putting people over. AW's fresh start for him. I am upset with him. Do you. You're the man. You need to provide for you and your family. But as Mike said so eloquently, we saw videos before you went to WWE talking about you want to go to WWE. You asking Bret Hart questions, all these things. You showing how many damn times did I see you at a stance of WrestleMania 6 watching Hogan and Warrior, and then you win the championships with Hogan. You were in the company for 20 years. Some people said, well, look at Brian Danielson and look at Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson were in companies before they went to WWE. So I've seen them in other companies. Edge is a WWE homegrown talent. So yes, it does get a little bit, as a WWE fan, you feel a little bit betrayed. Do, but you, the do day, we have the right to feel betrayed, though? I left this comment up there. Correct. DC we don't. Because we don't. We don't work for the company. We don't make millions of dollars. We don't have to. Yeah, I know. He, I know he's a WWE. I mean, I know he's a wrestling fan like myself. But as I lean towards WWE, he leans towards AEW. Okay, that's my guy. Obviously, like I can tell that from so many people I've met in this social media world. He came to Disney World. I met him actually at Disney World, and we became really good friends. Really good brother of mine. Um, I'm not sure about this. He says that, that he wants to work. My thing is. I will always say this. If you w- do what you want to do, when well, you can do it, right? I said to me about CM Punk, when you are at a certain status in life, do what the fuck you want, right? So who are, who am I as a wrestling fan to criticize him for that? 
Oh shit, Vaughn has something to say. Oh, <laughs> I got something to say real quick. You know what I mean? Like, like the thing about it is that look, I you know, I I want to sound like I'm echoing what you what your sentiments, but it's just like you know, like I want to, you know, I want to interrupt what you, what you had to say. But the thing about it is that, you know, it's just like, I get it that you want to do what you want to do, but still at the same time, the fact that you have been on record over and over talking about how much you love WWE. And I talked about this backstage and I'm going to be quick with it. The fact that WWE went out of their way to roll out the red carpet for you time after time after time with contract signers, contract signers, legends deals to the point where they even did like a factions list and they even put the brood at like really really high just for just just for you to sign another contract extension over and over so so the thing is they've given you you know like so much you know you know what i mean like just like what else do you have to prove you know what i mean like like if, if anything at a certain point you could at least be you know like some type of producer or something like that you know wwe you know that with with the if you have enough you know like if you, you know the thing is you have enough cloud enough accomplish, accomplish enough they have I'm pretty sure they have a job waiting for you somewhere along the line as Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? So Man, it's just like, yeah, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, like what makes you think that, that you wouldn't have anything available afterwards? You know what I mean? So it's just like, dude, you know, I've been an Edge fan, but I was honestly feeling a bit jaded, excuse expression with Jay Cargill. But the thing is, it's like, Come on, dude. I, that's that's all. That's all I gotta say about it. That's, that's Edge not, left the world wrestling entertainment say, so he could put I'm on dream. Say, hold on, Vicky Consultant. I've been fucking with Vaughn for like a decade. That man has never interrupted a show. That's. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I no, no, no. That. You did a good thing because Edge left. Adam Copeland, the radar superstar. You think you know we had to take his music and everything with him? Interrupted so we can have dream matches. Dream matches on <laughs> tomorrow, Tuesday. From Independence, Missouri, believe it or not. None of our fans are no, Independence. I'm wow. not going to do that. We what no, no. This wow. <laughs> we talk about he this left the WWE so he can have dream. dream. You have always wanted dream matches. You left a WrestleMania in Hollywood just so you can have a match somewhere in Missouri that I don't know about? Independence, Missouri. Right, that's what I'm saying. You don't know about Independence? Like, dude, I don't you know how many, many people are from Independence? First of all. First, first of all, just to, yeah, never forget that. That's right, never ever forget that. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like you know the the, the fact that you know it's just like his song says, "You think you know me, but I guess we really don't." <laughs> I guess we didn't after all. For the integrity of the the show, for the don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> I cannot let y'all do that, yo. <laughs> Shawn Michaels would never. Undertaker would never. In the world, oh, oh, would never. From the, from the At least we can still movie, hear his music. From though. the famous movie, um, <laughs> from the Tony famous was like, movie, "Come over, coming to America." If a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, you call the man Muhammad Ali. If the man wants to go to AEW to wrestle, you respect that. I respect it. I'm just saying, just still though. You know, I just, I just had to like, yeah, we ain't going to get no edge show, showcase on 2K for like five years. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to stop. At least I'm going to feel a free, 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 free from what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. But anyway. I'm Wrestle Dream was missing Edge versus Luchasaurus. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. I was wondering. I was like, you know what? No, I got I got hit up, right? I got hit up, and he was like, he was like, hey, you got time to do a fast lane prediction? So I was like, I actually might have made that show. No, I know why now. I know why now. Steven's putting on (laughs) a front so he can bash AEW tonight. You know that's what he's going to do. That's what he's doing. He's putting a front on a bash because there's no reason to have a fast lane prediction show tonight. But okay. All right. Listen. All right. Cool. Jeffrey. Cool. Vaughn just did what Vaughn should have been doing. If you want to speak, motherfucker, come speak. Okay? I will never stop <laughs> for doing that. I will forever give that man props and thanks. I've been retweeted by Ronnie Lott. I've been retweeted by fucking Jay Cargill herself. We've been retweeted by fucking Barry Sanders. Sean it's Mike. all because Vaughn is my social media who does He tweets out this show and he puts their names and stuff. So I will forever support the Victorious Ones podcast. But that shit was funny. That's and right. so was Steve. Okay. Uh, we have a dinosaur versus. 
Adam Copeland. And now he's wrestling full-time, too. He Listen, was in WWE who's doing part-time. Now, now he's wrestling now, full-time. We are five minutes too long, and my kids are hungry. Okay. <laughs> Comment yeah. below. Let us know how you feel. <laughs> I'm trying to stop, man. The man wants to wrestle with his friends. He can wrestle with his friends. <laughs> I'm here for AIDS. I'm here for AEW. He got his music. I'm sorry, Adam. They gave him his moniker. They gave him the pyro. They gave him the fall. (laughs) God. Stop hating. Stop Uh, hating, okay? Before we got to answer this question, are you not tuning on Wednesday night? No, because it's not on Wednesday. It's on tomorrow against NXT. Are you not tuning in on Wednesday night, though? I'm not too. Oh, you're talking about going forward because of Edge? Yeah. No. Well, I will be. So I'm the fan's favorite ha- fan's favorite fan, the haters' favorite hater. He's just a hater. Hold okay. on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I'll be I'm remiss. I'll be remiss without showing this. Yo, put it to the kid, yo. Put it to the kid, yo. You know the funny part about it? he goes like this because he couldn't see through the fog and then we did he said what <laughs> nobody here <laughs> he said where's all the fans at listen listen they had to do something for CM Punk Hills got canceled CM Punk gets fired Hills gets canceled but we got Edge okay I'm gonna ask this question we got it here when Edge came back all you AEW fans was like y'all happy about Edge now all of a sudden. You're here for Edge and AEW. It's okay. This is why I love wrestling fans. We reserve the right to change our minds. True. Okay. And with that being said, God, listen, we're going to get a body. Might end up like Christian. Christian's one of the best runs of his career. So who knows? I love Christian. I've always, that man is wearing a turtleneck. Okay. He's always wearing a turtleneck. It never makes the motherfucker great. Okay. And that whole storyline, it's not about Luchasaurus, a dinosaur versus a dinosaur. It's about Edge versus Christian. They're going to play each other off. Join us on the Fast Lane Prediction Show. <laughs> oh, God, Mike. Yeah. We're going to get out of here, y'all. Listen, we'll talk to y'all next Monday. Thank you for tuning in. The Z is silent. The chat room is on fire. Avoid the clap. Jimmy Dugan, do me a favor. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and see yourself. I love Be submissive. Don't love God. We are out of here, y'all. One without the other isn't any good. Oh, oh, I knew he was going to do that. I have the insights to do it. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's for three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready? Let's go!